0: Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Daniel Al Soudini. He's based overseas. He's an employee at a current company and can't wait to break free. For your chance to win 100 bucks, Top Tribe, simply subscribe to the podcast now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. I give away 100 bucks every Monday. Many people ask me what tool I used to sell my first company, Hayo. The answer is thetopinbox.com. I used it to send emails, schedule emails to be sent out later, and set reminders inside my inbox so I would know when potential buyers were actually interested, and I easily remember to follow up with ones that hadn't replied to me. You can try it for free at thetopinbox.com. Nathan Lasky here. This is episode 546. Coming up tomorrow morning, you will learn from Glenn Coates of which has raised 24 million bucks by helping over a thousand customers manage store product purchasing. Top Tribe, what is going on guys? Nathan Latka here. Good morning. Our guest this morning is Josh Mochio. He is the host of the Pitch Podcast. Season 2 launches January 11th. This is actually airing after that date, so make sure you go check it out. We're going to talk about some details that are not public yet, but before the Pitch, he was founder of iHeart Repair, which he sold in 2014, which I love. I don't like these people that talk about businesses, but they never drank the Kool-Aid. They've never sweated. They've never done it. He's been there. He's done. He's also a father of two, soon to be three. He's 29 and he loves, he loves, even though he's in the tech world, he's not in San Francisco. In fact, he lives in Florida, loves skiing and uh, trips, takes two ski trips every, uh, every winter. And we are recording this actually in the evening, but we're both still chugging coffee. Josh, are you ready to take us to the top? Hell yeah. <laughs> awesome. So I want to tell people quickly, because we're going to touch on this later in the episode, kind of the business of podcasting. Tell us real quick what the pitch is, and then let's go talk about your first exit, iHeart Repair.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we are the podcast, like the TV show, Shark Tank. So we've been doing it for about a year, but you kind of think before the Shark Tank podcast, investments are happening on our show. Well, we've struggled to make that happen this uh, first 50 episodes we've done, but we've still made an awesome product. But season two, which is uh, should be live now, yep. is uh, the first time we're having investments happen on air. So we're really excited.
0: What made that challenging in season one?
1: Uh, nobody, nobody invests like that. The shark tank, one hour, I'm going to make a decision on the spot. That doesn't happen. So people make investment by, by committee. Uh, Maybe they call up their frat buddies. They see if they're in on the deal, like (laughs) some, some of it's kind of discouraging, but uh, yeah, majority of the investors. So it took us that long of getting into the network, into the VC world to find four or five investors who are like, yeah, I'll take a stab at making decisions in an hour. And once we had those four or five, it, that, you know, that was the thing that was holding us back. So. And I think
0: you coast with Shiel, who's pretty active. He does, I think he he syndicates kind of the FinTech deals at 500, right?
1: Yeah, you should have him on the show.
0: Yeah, well, I actually, I interview a ton of people from 500 and when I was in San Fran, one of them actually took me to the office. I walked in, I just walked up, talked with Shiel. We quickly learned we're both podcasters. It was totally out of the blue, so. Uh, oh, no way. Yeah, I'm firing deal flow their direction all the time. So that's good.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they, they're doing some cool stuff there.
0: Let's talk about your first exit before we go back and talk about kind of podcast and the business of podcasting. What was iHeart repairing? What was your business model? So iHeart
1: Repair, I'm sure you've seen smashed phones, smashed iPads. Um, You've probably seen a a local repair shop pop up. Well, I started one of these companies before it became cool. Well, some would argue it's not really that cool. It never was that cool. But in 2010, when Apple released the iPad, I was like, that thing is going to break just like all the iPhones before. (laughs) And so I saw somebody else had bought the domain iPhonescreenrepair.com. And they were like getting tons of traffic from Google, so I was like, okay, I'll I'll clone that business. So I assumed they're they're either going to call the iPad iPad or they're going to call it iSlate. I don't know if you remember like the rumor mills about the iPad. Yeah, yeah, they settled on iPad, and uh, but I I bought both. I bought both domains just in case, and then you know threw the one away when they went with iPad. So. I did that in school as like a school project. I had the opportunity for my senior paper to start a business mm-hmm. and write a paper that was half the length as a normal senior paper. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll take the easy button." Well, all day, you know, right? Not that not that entrepreneurship is actually that easy, but uh, yeah, that's how I kind of became an entrepreneur. So that and was like what year? 2010. Okay,
0: and what year did you sell it in? Uh,
1: 2014.
0: And what was the trailing 12 months revenue up to that sale date?
1: Trailing, oh man, you're going to bust me over this. Okay, I, it was per month or are you talking the whole year?
0: Just the whole year, trailing 12 months.
1: I think think by the end of it, we were at like 750K per year. So it was a service industry. And that's one of the main reasons I got out. It was not easily, I would just have to open up more and more branches. And there were some things that happened in the middle where our uh, SEO traffic just tanked because Google did one of their updates. And so, you know, that was one of those businesses where I was like, you know what, this is making really good money for me, but I I just don't see the future for it. And so we, we let it go.
0: You couldn't pass it off to one of your kids to run (laughs)
1: That would mean I'd have to run it for the next, you know, 20 years. My kids are really young.
0: (laughs) No more lemonade stands, right? We're doing repair shops on the street, baby. Oh yeah, baby. All right. So, so you sold that and just educate us real quick. How's a business like that get valued? How'd you negotiate the exit price?
1: So I had a broker, uh, do the deal for me. And I, I think it was probably, it was three to four times yearly revenue, uh was about what I like char- on EBITDA. Um, EBITDA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got so, it. So and I can't tell you the dollar amount. I know you're gonna you're gonna hate me for that. Uh it was a private acquisition. So who bought it? Um, who was there?
0: Can you say that? Who was the buyer?
1: Yeah, it's a company called MTech Repair um, is uh, now they're, they bought us because they didn't have a strong online e-commerce presence. And we started on e-commerce because of that website, iPad Screen Repair, which we then changed the name of the company down the road to a more all-inclusive brand. And that was called iHeartRepair. Repair. Okay. So that's what they bought was the online presence.
0: And did any of your kind of tech team that were responsible for building the site and building the SEO stay with the new company or was it just you? So...
1: I was the tech team that launched that site. It was WordPress. I just right. launched the crappiest WordPress site and I waited a year. I didn't tell you this. I went and got a job outside of school, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cause that's a smart thing to do. Got laid off a year later because, uh, the economy was really bad down here. Well, that industry was really bad. And, uh, I went and logged on Google Analytics a year later, I had all this traffic, and so we flipped the switch, installed, um, what's that, WooCommerce on yeah. your WordPress, and all of a sudden we were collecting money. Within a week, we had like three iPads coming in. I had never fixed an iPad before in my life, so that's kinda how I backed into the business. And but, you were
0: like, okay, I'm gonna figure this out as we go along, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, that was nuts.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So, so you sold it in 2014. What'd you do between 2014 and the launch of the pitch?
1: Um, I kind of bumbled around for a while trying to figure out, so I knew that that was not what I wanted to do, but I really didn't know what I was doing next. So it was a real uh, leap of faith, I guess, to say, all right, we're done with this. I mean, luckily, you know, we had a little bit of money, so we had some time to figure it out. Um, but you know, did I go? Sip uh, margaritas on Tahiti, you know, for for a couple of months. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, like, kind
0: on of vacation home. No,
1: man, I couldn't even rest for like a week. All of a sudden, I, you know, I saw the dollar amount, and I saw it as like a ticking. You know, oh shoot, I better get to work. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, ah, oh, man, which was disappointing because I thought, you know, maybe I'd be able to enjoy the the money a little bit more, but I I didn't. <laughs>
0: How old were you when you sold that?
1: So that's two years ago. I would have been twenty seven.
0: Twenty seven. Okay. Twenty nine now. How'd you meet Sheil?
1: Shiel, so I, part of my fumbling around after school, or not after school, but after selling the company was okay, so you're familiar with the website Product Hunt, right? Yeah. So I had this, this is super weird. I had a dream (laughs) that I started a daily podcast. Who does that? Who does daily? You have to be insane to do that I don't know
0: if I'd be admitting this, uh, (laughs) but
1: go ahead. Yeah. So I woke up and and thought I'd had this dream. I vaguely remembered it. So Ryan Hoover's really active on Twitter. And so I tweeted at him. I said, I just dreamed that I started a daily podcast about product hunt. Ha ha. You know, he's like, do it. And I was like, oh. Why'd you gotta go and say that? You know, don't <laughs> encourage me. And so by that afternoon, I found the number one person who was like the number one most upvoted product on Product Hunt and said, Come be on my podcast. Who was that? Um, Spencer Handley, he started a company called PodClear, which was acquired by Blab several months later. If you remember okay. Blab, which is now, now I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. So that was how I started the Daily Hunt. Uh, that was a real challenge because I didn't know who was going to be on the show each day until I saw what products were upvoted. And then I had to wait till then to reply stuff. Dude, it was, it killed me. It killed me.
0: Guys, we were talking before in the pre-interview kind of how we execute our respective podcasts now. And we talked about, I talked, told him how powerful batching is for me. You know, I record 20 of these episodes back to back. And your reply, Josh, to me was I couldn't batch. That's why.
1: Yep. That's exactly why. So we did 55 episodes of that, but early on, of course, the Daily Hunt podcast was hunted on Product Hunt. This is back in the day when podcasts got to go on the homepage, which was a huge part of launching the pitch later on. Was it effective? Uh, well, yeah. When you get podcasts on uh, the homepage, I mean that was a huge traffic driver. Okay. Not like uh, they have their their own sub page now for podcasts, and so there's not as much traffic as there was one. there was once, but yeah. So Shilmanat was surfing Product Hunt, saw my podcast, started listening to it. Um, sent me an email, went something like, hey, I love the Daily Hunt, been thinking about starting a podcast similar to the TV show Shark Tank, do you wanna talk? And I was like, cool, yeah. But it was also like, is this guy for real? Is he really an investor? At the time he wasn't with 500 Startups, he was like, he'd sold his last company, he was in between gigs, gigs, angel investing and stuff. Um, you know, talked to a few people, found out he was the real deal, uh, chatted with him, and we decided to to start the pitch.
0: That's awesome, okay, so, Let's talk about business model podcasts. How do you guys make money from the show?
1: So um, we have advertisers on our show. That's the main thing. So we, I went a little bit different route than you. I decided I really didn't want to hawk my own stuff
0: on my show. What do you mean? Do I hawk my own stuff? Yeah, you do. Like what? What did you hear me hawking?
1: Oh, your your email product. It's like. Oh, uh,
0: got it. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's in. I mean, you know, like that. that's how you. That's, that's, new that's I mean, I I just, I was
0: 480 episodes in, but, but that's good that you heard it. I mean, uh, no, it's good. It's good. How do I make the, how do I, I'm like, this is good. How do I make that more natural? I don't want people to feel like I'm hawking it, but look, I think it's pretty important. I'm like going to do a roll up in the MarTech and sales tech space. And I've acquired four companies so far over the past two months. I fucking love it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, if you're going to hawk your own stuff, I guess, rotate it. Would be my only, my only thought, but that's your business model, right? Yeah. Your, your business model. The main focus of this is to support your businesses, your brand overall. Our podcast exists solely by itself on an Island. Like that's the main deal. Our email list. We have 2000 people on our email list. That's so, that's so tiny and it fades in comparison how many subscribers we have. So like, that's just been our business model from the beginning was let's put all of our effort into producing an amazing show. We'll do ads, but we won't. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll change it, but that's just kind of how we've uh, started out. And that's how we're going to keep going. So so So,
0: first season one, how total, (laughs) how much did you make from ads?
1: So in the past year, okay, ads alone. So I was going to say the whole business because we do also do some coaching. So we do a tiny little bit of hawking our own stuff. ignore Ignore the coaching stuff. Yes. Okay. Ignore the coaching stuff. Uh, about eighty k.
0: Okay. And what if you pre? I imagine you have probably pre-sold a lot of placements in season two. What are you at right now?
1: So I can't tell you that number because once um, advertiser took it all. But I'll let you back into a number oh, around that. Yeah, I don't want to give away exactly what they, they bought paid. the
0: whole. They just said we want to, to book the whole thing.
1: Yeah, they booked the whole thing. We're doing some very special, like interesting ads. So we have two advertisers per show. And we said, you know what, if you want to buy both slots, we'll just do an extended ad. And like, we'll talk about your business. We'll talk about customers you were with, and we'll do a unique ad every time. Yep. And so it's going to be a pain in the butt. It's gonna be a lot of work to work with these guys. Is it
0: fair to say but, it grew from last? Is it more than 80k?
1: Um. Okay, so that... Say? It's not more than 80K, okay. but it's 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 an increase for sure. So I'll tell you what, I'll tell you this. It's three times the going, like, CPM. it's over, yeah, it's over $200 CPM per episode. Yeah, that's
0: great. It sounds like this is so, potentially a very strategic, you know, maybe it's angelist, right? Like a very strategic. Very much so, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. What is the, and what do you guys have in terms of, to, how many total downloads does season one get? Total downloads, 750,000. Okay, and what do you think? Uh, so what is that per episode?
1: So that's around 15K per episode. We have about 50 episodes
0: out pretty there. Pretty healthy. Yeah, pretty healthy. And what? How'd you, outside of product time, what were some of your number one growth channels?
1: So growth for podcasts is really uh, a challenge, especially when you only publish weekly. So we we didn't focus on having really big names on our show. It was the whole idea of our show is we're surfacing people you've never heard of before. So the names and the people on our show didn't really provide the growth that I had. It would have been nice. So, um we tried Facebook ads. That didn't work. We didn't figure that one out. Um we tried like turning portions of our episodes into uh little videos we could post to Facebook and then pay ads for those. We thought, you know, uh Facebook would would give preference to that, lower clicks, and uh, those never took off. How much did you put <laughs> towards that test? Um Oh man, what was I doing? I think I was doing one or $200 an episode something okay. like that. All
0: right. Um, n- nothing
1: massive, but it was a test and we just, it, yeah, the the cost per clicks just weren't scalable. So we knew there wasn't worth putting more into it. So anything else? Um, I mean,
0: what was this most successful growth channel? Would you say?
1: Um, I'm going to have to say press
0: okay interesting
1: press and and word of mouth our show's kind of unique and you know people like talking about the podcast cool. the like shark tank it sounds it's like really if, if you have
0: deals actually happening live that drastically will increase your ability to get press about the episodes right so that'll be wonderful yes. yeah
1: yeah that's actually something we're doing right now yeah. uh, in preparation for season 1 going season 2 going live
0: that's awesome that's very exciting very very exciting so is this you're going to be is this your number one focus i mean is this how you're supporting yourself you're you're making money from the show you're recording you yeah. know, you're producing marketing all that Yeah.
1: I mean, we'll, we'll see how season two goes. If, if season two, uh, flops, then, uh, I won't be doing a podcast anymore. It's, uh, it's that kind of like on the line, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, if you do do a season three, I would love there. Like I have a due diligence Excel sheet of about 600 companies I'm talking to in the marketing tech and sales tech space. And there's like little cohorts where I'm definitely going to buy one of them. I just don't know which one. Uh, We should, if you think it fits your storyline, do a show where it's less than an hour. I have all three CEOs on and by the end, I decide which one to buy and I write the check live. That would be exciting. That would be really exciting. Just buy a company on the show. Is that, but that's (laughs) maybe against the whole concept of a pitch where someone's supposed to be investing.
1: Uh, You would be, yes. Yeah, that would be different, but you would be evaluating the three companies live. Maybe we throw in some other,
0: some other factor to make it. That's yeah, pretty interesting on its own though. We'll see. Folks, I may have to stop doing the podcast. I will tell you why. I have found a business and I'm ready to go all in. It's the one I want to take public by the time I turn 30. It's called the topinbox.com and here's why I know it's going to be big. Very big. There are so many other companies charging way too much for this right now. Yes, Yesware, app. Boomerang, that's to do things like send later reminders and autofobes for salespeople inside of your Gmail inbox. I'm doing it, I'm gonna do it for free. We have so many people using it, it's growing so fast. And we do many of the things that salespeople love. We don't require people to leave the inbox to go log into a website. It's so simple to use and I have to tell you, I mean, salespeople are like drooling over this thing. They're like licking the, the drool off their keyboard. They're loving this thing so much. The topinbox.com, go install it now. Use it for free people. Okay, I like you because you're listeners. Use it for free before I decide to start charging for it. Go right now to the topinbox.com. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45 day money back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. We'll see, we'll see. Hey, well, listen, I, uh, I'm looking forward to it, uh, especially with deals going live. I was a big fan of season one. Uh glad we got a chance to connect. Let's jump into the famous five as we wrap up here. These are quick questions, one word answers. You ready? I'm ready. All right, Josh, number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson.
0: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Oh
1: shoot, this guy's not a CEO. Nicholas Uh, okay. Qua, uh he's, the hot, he's the guy that does Hot Pod. Uh, it's an industry newsletter for podcasters.
0: What's it called, Hot Pod?
1: Yeah, I got you. Better sign up. Yeah. I'll check it out. It's, yeah. it's like the only thing like it for podcasting.
0: Interesting. Okay, number uh, number three. You have a favorite online tool like TopTal.
1: Oh man, I forgot that one.
0: That's okay. What do you just use on a daily basis? Like, what do you?
1: So, I mean, everybody's using Slack. I love using Slack. But believe it or not, Google Drive. So we're working on drafts right now with season two. So we do actually have a team of people for this new uh, season. And we are like Google driving it up, you know, like zipping up massive files and sending it to to each other, working on drafts. Like it's just perfect. Like Google Drive and Slack. Those are my that's where I live my life.
0: You mentioned you have a team to produce this. So I, I hear costs when I hear team. What's it cost you to produce one episode about?
1: Uh, I'll tell you when I find out because okay, so they're, they're
0: they're going up. Yeah. Uh, I'm
1: hoping I'm hoping less than three thousand an episode. I had
0: Alex on from Gimlet. and so. My mouth without fell on the floor when he told me how much he how much he was spending per episode. I mean, I how much uh, it's 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 over six figures uh, for for a, for a, a month worth of episodes. And he's he's investing this sometimes even before the concepts even tested. It blew my mind okay.
1: o- across like all of his shows like that's his monthly cost
0: show he'll put he broke down the team structure for me he'll put like i think six or eight people per show and before there's even anything out live they're investing over six figures before they've even put a sample out and i'm just going this is like a crazy business model i don't see how it's gonna work but uh, they've had early Uh, success so we'll see
1: just some yeah that's amazing oh man i can't Yep, I don't have that money.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all right, so, okay, good, Google Drive. Number four, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? I do, nice.
1: I, um, I'm a sleeper, man. Once I'm out, I'm gone.
0: Married, single, do you have kids?
1: I'm married with kids, and so sometimes those kids wake me up in the middle of the night <laughs> and that pisses me off.
0: And you said you're 29, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, right, yeah I guess I was
0: early. Yeah, man, last one, take us back nine years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew?
1: So, I would tell my 20-year-old self to create more stuff and just put it out there. If there's anything I've learned is that you learn so much by creating and doing, but not just, like creating and doing and letting it sit in like a drive in your computer. Like you have to, you have to put it out there and just keep doing it consistently. Kind of like you're done.
0: Top drive, we'll stick it in the show notes at all those resources at nathanleka.com forward slash the top five, four, six, including a link to Josh's show, The Pitch. So you guys just learned again from Josh, uh, sold his first company, now growing The Pitch, which did 80 grand in first year sponsorship revenue, about 700,000 downloads, it's growing fast. Season two live now, go check it out. Josh, thank you for taking us to the top. Yeah. If you enjoyed Josh, go back and listen to Gal yesterday with Unami, which has raised 3.4 million bucks and just passed 160 grand in monthly recurring revenue by helping businesses get more leads. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like oh, we're giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google right when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money. HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.